It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On the Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Today's episode brought to you by Bill Bar. Go to BillBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you will get 15% off your next order of the best tasting protein bar you have ever tasted. I am your host for today's episode, David Harrison. Chris Russell has this episode off, but you're going to hear from Chris anyway because we've got some audio uh, of him doing an interview, one with Pete Medhurst and Kentucky linebacker, first round draft pick for the Washington football team. Jamin Davis, and then you've got Logan Paulson joining Chris as well over the Team 980, interviewing the team's fourth-round pick, tight end John Bates. So we're going to hear from Chris, and we're going to hear those uh, some clips, some audio from those interviews here shortly. But before we do that, we've got some administrative work. So whether you're a returning listener or a brand-new listener, we welcome you, of course, to the show again. I'm David Harrison. Chris Russell of the Team 980 usually joins me. You can find him at the Team 980, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. You can also find him covering the Washington football team in writing for SI.com. You can find me also covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, this network. Uh, you can also find me covering them in writing for BucksNation.com. On Twitter, find me over at DHarrison82. Find Chris at WrestleMania621. Find the show at Locked WFT Pod. And this is our first full episode after the NFL draft has uh, commensurated, has has com- been completed. I don't know if that word uh, that first word is accurate or even makes any sense, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that works out. So for the Washington football team, quite the hall of players, right? So breaking this back, breaking this down for those of you who either miss part of it or just don't have the list memorized yet. It's okay. I forgive you. And just for, for full clarity, I had the list pulled up in front of me. That's why I can recite to you without flaw. Uh, at the number 19th overall pick, the Washington football team selected Kentucky linebacker Jamin Davis with the 51st overall pick. They took Texas offensive lineman Samuel Cosme. Minnesota defensive back Benjamin St. Juiced was the 74th overall pick. Deami Brown, wide receiver out of North Carolina, went number 82. John Bates, the Boise State tight end, was picked at number 124. At number 163, it was Derek Forrest, the safety out of Cincinnati. Long snapper Cameron Cheeseman was the 225th pick out of Michigan. Baylor's William Bradley King, the defensive end, was the number 240th pick. Another defensive end, this one out of Penn State, Shaka Tony, was the 246th pick. And then the 258th pick, the second-to-last pick of the entire NFL draft, BYU wide receiver Dax Milne joins the team. And uh, like every other draft in the history of NFL drafts, there are grades coming out about what the Washington football team and what Ron and the Martys were able to do here to add to uh, what is already a much improved team, I think, from last year, not just in terms of added players and added talent, but also when you take into account that some of the younger players, right, you, you know, your, your Deron Payne's, your Chase Young's, all those guys of the world, your Cam Curls, they're all a year better now, and then they're going to come into this with some of that experience, some of that knowledge, and then a new offseason of learning, a new you know batch of training camp lessons uh, also imposed on them by the coaching staff. So what I feel like is going to be a much improved team from 2020 into 2021, a playoff team a year ago, 
Uh, but a lot of people kind of feel like playoff by default, right? Like quote unquote playoff team. I think this year we're going to see a competitor uh, in the Washington football team, but we've got plenty of time to get there. And Chris and I are going to talk plenty about this roster, their chances, the schedule, uh, all that stuff. The schedule release will know exactly when they're playing, who they're playing uh, in less than two weeks from now. So until then, let's talk about these draft grades. Right? I'm going to talk with, and we're going to start with NFL.com. Chad Reuter over there dropping his grades for all 32 teams. And I love Chad because not only did he drop an overall grade, but he dropped a grade for each day. So looking here at what Chad saw with the Washington football team on day one. So this is just Jamin Davis, right? Gave them a B plus for that day one grade. And then day two. So you're talking Samuel Cosby, Benjamin St. Juice, those guys gave them an A, which I, I wholeheartedly agree with. And then day three gave them another B plus. Overall, Chad gives the Washington football team 2021 draft class a B plus again shortly after it got turned in. And he wrote, quote, Davis is a fantastic athlete who won over teams with his pro day workout after playing well as a first-year starter in 2020. Washington could have selected an offensive tackle at 19, but still found a strong starter candidate in Cosme in the middle of the second round. St. Juice has potential as an outside corner, and if Brown was picked at number 51 instead of number 82, no one would have complained. The football team certainly needed more playmakers at receiver, end quote. So high marks there. A, a strong remark from Chad Reuter over there at NFL.com. Switching now to pro football focus, okay, Washington football team. Writing it in day one, they wrote, quote, Washington definitely had a needle linebacker, but Jamin Davis comes with significant projection. He ranks number 41 on PFF's final big board, but was impressive in his first season as a starter. On top of that, his workout numbers were phenomenal, and he flashed real talent and coverage, which has become the single most important trade in today's NFL. Linebacker is a tough position to play at the next level, and Davis has the tools to get it done. End quote. Overall, PFF giving the Washington football team an A- minus for their 2021 NFL draft class. So even better remarks there from PFF than from NFL.com. Then we're going to switch over to SI.com, of course, the place where you can find Chris Russell covering your Washington football team. And in their writing, they wrote, quote, Samuel Cosby might have been their best pick, and while he'll have some pressure with the left tackle vacancy hanging over his head, he's athletic enough to make up for the inevitable rookie jitters. Washington also ended up with Benjamin St. Just, who was a favorite of many, during the draft thanks to his backstory and origins in Canada. While players that size can sometimes find themselves without a position, St. Juice looked more than adequate at cornerback and could be an ideal matchup piece in a division with playmakers of all shapes and sizes, but most notably solid tight end play that could warrant a player like him stepping up. End quote. SportsIllustrated.com giving the Washington football team a B plus. So two B pluses and an A minus there from those three outlets. And then I found something also that was very interesting. Uh, sporting news. Um, if you're familiar with them, Jordan Heck over there at Sporting News wrote up an article, uh, a column, the eight worst value picks in the 2021 NFL draft. Um, and he listed some players here, including Alex Leatherwood going to the Raiders at pick 17, Peyton Turner going 28th to the Saints, which I think everybody was kind of scratching their head about. Josh Myers, the center out of Ohio State, going to the Packers with the 30th pick in the second round. Uh, and then if you scroll down completely all the way to the bottom of this list, he has Washington football team taking Boise State tight end John Bates with the 19th pick of the fourth round. And he wrote, quote, John Bates had the lowest pre-draft grade from Zerline out of players selected within the first four rounds. In fact, Bates was the fourth worst pre-draft grade out of all players selected. He doesn't offer up much as a receiving threat is primarily viewed as a blocking tight end. He was the 124th overall selection and was the 248th overall prospect on the Athletics' consensus big board. 
He was the sixth overall tight end taking, despite being the 12th overall tight end on the athletics board. Based on the, all the information available, it certainly seems like Washington could have drafted Bates much, much later in the NFL draft. We'll hear from John Bates a little bit later in today's episode. But before we get to that, guys, we're going to get into our first break with this episode of this show, the network being sponsored in part by Nugenics. Hey, Washington football team fans, Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text DRAFT to 231-231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back in shape. Absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply to today's episode also brought to you by betonline.ag but online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action because baseball is in full swing you got basketball you got hockey you got ufc mma action before the next pitch head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sports book experts. On segment two here at the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, like I mentioned in the in the intro of today's episode, you are going to hear from Chris Russell, even though he is not here with me to record this episode specifically. Of course, you can find Chris over on Twitter at Russellmania621. In the meantime, you can find me at dharrison82. Find the show at LockedWFTPod. But Jamin Davis, the Washington football team uh, first-round draft pick linebacker out of Kentucky, joined Chris and his co-host over at the Team 980, Pete Medhurst, for a conversation. We are going to hear now that conversation. Again, that's Chris Russell, my co-host here, with his co-host at Team 980, Pete Medhurst, talking to Washington football team first-round draft pick linebacker Jamin Davis out of Kentucky. Pleased to be joined now by the aforementioned number one pick of the Washington football team, Jamin Davis. Jamin, Pete Medhurst, and Chris Russell here in D.C. Appreciate you taking some time for us. Congratulations on your first-round selection last night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Pleased to have you. Obviously, your reaction, we saw, you know, the video and things last night. But when that moment arrives, and you know it's a coach that's legitimately calling to tell you, hey, we want you – to come be a part of our franchise, certainly the first-round investment uh, as well. You know what that means for you and your family. What was that moment like to get that call from Ron Rivera last night? Uh, it was definitely a feeling of relief, um, being that it was a pretty long road for me to get here um, and just definitely trusting the process. Um, and now that I actually have the opportunity to, I'm going to definitely make the most of it. When you say it's been a long process, a long road, I mean, obviously you're still a young man. Are you just talking about, like, the last couple of months? Are you talking about, you know, your entire year, uh, career, uh, life working for this goal? What exactly are you kind of referring to there, Jamin? I'm definitely referring to my entire life. Uh, from the very first time I picked up a football all the way up until now, um, I was pretty much like the underrated kid who nobody really paid attention to, and it never really fazed me. And um, I just knew that whenever I got my opportunity, wherever it may be, that I was going to definitely make the most of it. And I'm definitely not going to stop now that I'm here. 
Jamie, you played at a, in a system at Kentucky, and Chris and I were just talking about this, and, and I, especially for defensive guys, I value that coming out of that program. Coach Stoops is a tremendous defensive coach. You had to bide your time there with other good players there. What was the key for you last year to be able to hit the ground running and have that 102-tackle, three-interception season in your first full year as a starter? Um, definitely continuing with the same things that I have been doing as far as study habits and workout habits and just not changing anything about myself. And once I got a chance to really be out on the scene a little bit more, I just really gave people a chance to see who I am. When people say, well, he was, uh, I think it was Ian Rappaport of NFL Network that said, you know, he's a fourth round pick or a fifth round pick or projection or whatever uh, terminology people use in, in September. And, and boom, now here he is, a number 19 overall pick. Does that bother you, Jamin? Does that motivate you? Do you care about that stuff? I, I really don't care about that stuff. It was the same thing when people were asking me how I felt about the all SEC honors and all this other stuff. I don't really pay attention to any critics or anything that like somebody feels any type of opinions about me or anything like that. I'm just going to go out and do what I need to do as far as proving to myself who I am as a player. And um, I just like let my game speak for itself, if you may. Jamin, ex- kind of explain to the fans as a linebacker, what the what it's like you had a couple of really good ones with Phil and Josh at Kentucky but as a linebacker to play in front of defensive linemen who play at an elite level like you're going to play behind here in Washington how much do those guys make your life at linebacker uh, that much easier and I imagine you have to be excited with uh, who your new teammates are going to be up front there Oh, definitely. Um, it's, it's definitely going to make my life a lot easier, being that they'll open it up for me to make a lot of a lot more plays and run-throughs and whatnot. And um, just knowing that I get a chance to play with such a talented defense, um, it's a blessing. And honestly, like I said to everybody else, I'm just ready to get in and get straight to work. Uh, so you mentioned the defensive line there and playing behind them, and, and you're going to have fun with that. There's no doubt about that. Um, but also, and I asked Coach Rivera this uh, last night, you have Coach Rivera, who is a very good linebacker. Uh, you have Jack Del Rio, who is a very good linebacker, and both have been head coaches in this league, and Coach Steve Russ, who was a linebacker as well. He's going to be your position coach here. What does it mean for a still-developing linebacker to have that kind of pot of gold if you will in the resource department that you can ask to that they can speak a different language if you will to you because they know your positioning better than anybody else really could um it's really a great opportunity because um that's something i always wanted was to get a chance to come to the next level and step into a coaching staff that had experience and that walked in my shoes before And um, now I'm just doing whatever I can to learn as much as I possibly can so that I can take my game to the next level and help this team as much as I possibly can. Jamin, I know you come from a military family. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, your journey started in uh, Hawaii as as a young person. How much did you move around and uh, how much are you looking forward to now being able to maybe settle down and, and helping your family settle down now as you embark on an NFL career? Um, when I was younger, actually, after we um, PCS from Hawaii to Fort Stewart, Georgia, um, we really didn't move around as much. It was my dad that kind of got PCS around and, and whatnot. But um, now that everything has unfolded the way that it has, I definitely do whatever I can to give back as much as I possibly can to my family. Um, 
So one of the things we found out about you because of Twitter, which, you know, is obviously the way we all uh, live, or at least social media, is that you're a big NASCAR fan. Uh, and you got invited to a race this morning by Jimmy Johnson, who's not even in NASCAR anymore, which I still struggle with, right? Because the guy kicked everybody's butt for so exactly. many years in NASCAR. So how did you become, I mean, obviously growing up, like you said, the formative years of your life in Georgia, NASCAR is huge down there. How did you kind of get into all of that? Jimmy, I assume was your favorite driver and how many races have you been to give us a little bit of a of snapshot on your fascination with nascar oh man uh, that was something that started when i was younger uh just getting a chance to keep up with cars and racing motorcycle racing formula one moto gp everything and um i was just always interested in nascar and then i just kept seeing jimmy johnson winning in the very beginning and then over time i just always watched and then next thing i knew he was a seven-time champ so <laughs> Um, he just—he was just always my favorite driver, and I just always wanted to get a chance to meet him one day. So I thought it was pretty cool that he had um, tweeted out to me. That uh, is—that is, that is pretty awesome. What do you think of his move from uh, NASCAR to uh, IndyCar? Oh, I was keeping up with that as well. I'm yeah. definitely a fan of it. It's just like he can't stay away from speed. <laughs> <laughs> Big NASCAR fan myself, uh, a Kyle Busch guy. Uh, I'm, it, you know, Kyle's like the you know bad guy in wrestling and stuff like that. That's a, he's kind of the rule breaker in uh, in NASCAR. You know, Dale Jr. is a huge Washington football fan, so right. I, I, I'm sure that that relationship will probably get extended oh, yeah. here uh, at some point. Have you gotten any indication? from the coaches, uh, from a linebacker standpoint, how they want to use you uh, going forward? What What is the initial plan uh, as you arrive here that they have for you? Uh, no, sir. I haven't really got an indication, but I mean, I'll be willing to step in and play anywhere. Um, any of the linebacker spots that they have available for me to step in and learn and learning from a great group of guys as well and just step in and helping in, in any way that I can. And, Jamin, before we uh, let you go, I appreciate your time. Jamin Davis, a new Washington football team linebacker, pick number 19 overall, first-round pick out of the University of Kentucky last night with us here on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Uh, just wanted to ask this. Um, on your Instagram, uh, and I think you have it on your Twitter, but I'm looking at your Instagram, and I noticed this last night, and I love this. I tweeted about it, uh, and, and I love this. Can't have a million-dollar dream with a minimum uh, wage work ethic. A, uh, I had never heard that. Is that a, a fresh thing that you created, or did you get that from somebody? And, and, and what is the true meaning uh, of that? I think I know, but I want to hear it from you. Um, it, it it wasn't originally from me. It was from one of my rec coaches back when I was younger and first started playing football. But um, it just kind of stuck with me my entire life because I was always the underrated kid that was always overlooked. And um, it was just a way for me to know, like, you have to trust the process. You got to put in the time and the effort behind the behind behind closed doors, and um, just basically trust everything, trust in your work, and eventually it'll get get you to where you want to be. Jamin, great stuff. Appreciate you taking some time for us. Congratulations again on uh, being the team's number one draft pick, and we hope it's the first of many visits with us here on the show. Appreciate the time today. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Jamin. Congratulations. Jamin Davis, the first-round pick for the Washington football team. All right, guys, once again, that was Jamin Davis, Washington football team first-round draft pick, linebacker out of Kentucky with Chris Russell and Pete Methers over at the Team 980, uh, sharing that audio with those of you who haven't heard it yet, looking forward, of course, to getting to know Jamin a little bit more here as uh, maybe some rookie camps get going, maybe some OTAs, and then maybe training camp, maybe preseason. We'll see uh, how everything progresses. But whenever we get the chance, 
uh, to meet and talk with Jamin, you know, person to person. That would be great. Uh, looking forward to that, of course. On the other side of this, guys, we are going to hear from fourth-round selection John Bates as he joined Chris and Logan Paulson on the Team 980, and we're going to do so thanks to our friends over at Built Bar with flavors like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. I don't know how anybody can not want to dive into a box of the best tasting protein bar you will ever try because not only are they protein bar but they're protein bar that tastes like a candy bar every single built bar is covered in 100 percent chocolate they're soft and easy to chew and even better they're great for the health conscious person whether you're trying to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat from time to time built bars are for you and right now when you go to builtbar.com use the promo code lock 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order again that's promo code lock 15 for 15 percent off at built bar Back now to wrap up the Logs on Washington football team podcast here on a Monday talking about the NFL draft, of course, in the first segment went over some grades. Second segment you heard from first round draft pick Jamin Davis, linebacker out of Kentucky, talking with Chris Russell and Pete Medhurston during his appearance over at the Team 980. I am your host for today's episode, David Harrison. You can find me on Twitter at dharrison82. Chris is not with us at the recording of this episode, but you can find him on Twitter at russellmania621. You can find him again at the Team 980 or on uh, or covering your Washington football team rather in writing over at si.com. And like I said, Chris is not here physically to record with me at the moment, but you are going to hear his voice once again as he and Logan Paulson sat down with fourth-round draft pick. John Bates, tight end out of Boise State. From Boise State, tight end John Bates. He's with us here on the Team 980. Hey, John, it's Chris Russell and uh, former NFL tight end. Uh, so you guys will have a lot in common. <laughs> Logan Paulson, congratulations on becoming a member of the Washington football team. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Super excited. Oh, that's awesome, man. Congratulations, man. This has got to be such a great day for you and your family. Can you just talk about a little bit your draft day experience and the experience leading up to the draft? Is this a surprise to be picked in the fourth round? Or were you, I mean, was this something your agent was like, yeah, for sure you're going in the fourth? Or, or can you just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, you know, going out throughout this process, I've been obviously just working and trying to, you know, get myself out there and um, try to show people what I'm capable of. And right. So, um, you know, couldn't have asked for a better process leading up to today um obviously a lot of jitters um you know yesterday and today just kind of getting ready for this moment um in terms of getting picked you know my agent i was kind of just expecting you know ready for whatever to happen right. but uh, not wanting to anticipate anything my agent kind of you know gave me a, a four to seven range with a couple teams that might try to go early and so um you know i was just trying to sit back relax and um just wait for that phone call and stay patient so i'm super grateful for this opportunity and can't wait to to get in with this organization for sure yeah no doubt about it um so as you're going through the process like the last couple of months after you know wrapping up your college career and all that stuff uh did washington show a lot of interest in you did you meet with them a couple of times or did this kind of come out of the blue that this was not one of the teams maybe that you were expecting how did that work yeah, um, you know, I think just off the top of my head, I don't think I talked to Washington um, too early on, but, you know, I've had some really good conversations with, you know, people in the organization, Coach Rivera, in the last few weeks that, you know, went really well. And I think we kind of, um, you know, are like-minded in just the way we see culture and, you know, how we do things. And so, um, you know, I felt pretty good coming into this, into today about, you know, what would happen, just um, a matter of where. So, um, yeah. 
That's awesome, man. Hey, so a lot of people aren't familiar with you, you know, being from Boise State, that's on the other side of the country, but we, mm-hmm. we watched a little bit of your film uh, before you called in, but could you, for, for, the, for our listeners, could you just characterize your game and kind of what, what you think your strengths are and like uh, what you think you're bringing to the Washington football team on the field? And then you mentioned character with Ron Rivera. Is there anything specifically there that you think you, uh, you bring? Yeah, um, I mean... Um, I see myself as more of like a, you know, probably a more of a base wide tight end that's going to be, you know, involved in the run game, but also has the ability to, you know, make plays in the pass game as well. Um, during my, I have a lot of experience at Boise State playing a lot of different positions as a tight end, whether that be, you know, in line in a three point or split out wide or even playing, you know, in the backfield as a fullback. And so uh, with that, um, as well as um, a lot of experience in special teams as well. That's great. So, like, to hear, I can man. bring a lot of versatility to um, you know Washington and um, be able to do hopefully a lot of things to help this team win games. And so, um, and then in terms of my you know conversation with Coach Rivera, um, one of the big things we talked about was culture and what that meant to us. And at Boise State, one of our big things is um, blue collar, and you know that's a mentality that we bring every single day to work. Um, you know, it's it's a lunch pail and a hard hat type of job. You come in, you grind, you give it everything you have. And, um, you know, Coach Rivera, too, um, he's got a hard hat and, um, you know, a lunch pail in his office. And so we kind of see eye to eye on, you know, what culture means to us and uh, that blue-collar spirit. The newest member of the Washington football team, tight end John Bates, out of Boise State with Logan Paulson and myself right here on the Team 980, the official flagship station for the Washington football team, joins us on the best uh, BetQL guest hotline. Uh, John, before you came on, Logan, uh, uh, again, uh, you know, 10-year tight end uh, in the NFL, we were talking about how, you know, the kind of position, the kind of role that you're most likely in line, and you just touched on some of it, has kind of, I guess, drifted away from the NFL game, but maybe making a little bit of a resurgence compared to when he came out. How do you kind of see the future of the tight end position uh, in the NFL and, uh, you know, going in terms of what you can bring to it? Again, a little bit more of a traditional throwback. You can play, you know, as a sixth offensive lineman. You can play in a lot of 12 personnel, that type of thing. How do you kind of see that evolving? Yeah, I mean, um, I just really hope that I'm able to provide to the team in whatever matter it may be. Um, You know, like I said, I have a ton of experience playing all over the field. Um, I feel like I can do good things in the run game. I feel like I can do great things in the pass game. So, you know, um, just wanting to contribute to, you know, Washington in whatever way possible to help win. And, um, you know, if it means me being heavy in the run game, then, you know, that's that's what I'm going to do. And then if it means, you know, me being as like a sixth offensive lineman or being, you know, more heavily involved in the pass game or even just a special teams guy, um, you know, really just wanted to star my role for the team and, you know, do whatever possible I can to help win. So I've got like kind of a nerdy football question. Uh, this isn't for our listeners. This is literally just for me. So um, did you? Okay. So um, you, you get you get you guys can bro down here on the yeah. on the tight end terminology. So no, this is because like this is something that I think you know, like you talked about. Chris made me think of it when he brought up like the direction the position is going, and one of the things like that um, I think blocking wise or, you know, big traditional block body wise need to do is play special teams. You mentioned you played special teams. Were you a four core guy? Cause I, now I think like that's an essential part of kind of being that blocking wide. Cause you don't play, you know, like, as you know, like there's other, other guys in the roster, there's other receivers that they like to get on the field in certain passing situations. So you're not like a, you know, a full-time starter in the same way. Did you play four core? What is your best special team? Can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit? 
Yeah, um, you know, I was I, I think uh, kickoff was the only real special teams that I never played in the game, but okay. did it during practice and stuff. Uh, but you know, I was on kickoff return, uh, punt punt return, right. uh, field goal unit, onside hand team. Right. So there you go. Um, yeah, so no, um, I obviously love playing special teams. We take it, you know, tremendous pride in that at Boise State, and uh-huh. you know, treat that as the third dagger, and you know, something that can really separate. Um, the score in the game and so um you know i really love playing anywhere on any of those teams and just getting the opportunity to be on the field itself is you know great that's awesome man yeah i mean like i just that's something i wish i would have done uh, been better at in my career i tried my hardest but i was very unathletic so it was hard for me to be good at teams. <laughs> but it sounds like you've got some nice uh some nice athletic uh, abilities that allow you to be successful in that area all right, guys, once again, that was Chris Russell and uh, Logan Paulson joined by John Bates, a new Washington football team uh, tight end drafted in the fourth round of the 2021 NFL draft. And that's going to wrap it up for today's episode, which was brought to you by Locked On Today. Get more sports news you need in the last time on the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I have been David Harrison. My co-host, Chris Russell, will be back with you tomorrow. And then he and I will be back together for Wednesday's episode here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. In the meantime, find me on Twitter at dharrison82. Find Chris over at WrestleMania621. And find the show at LockedWFTPod. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another. And thank you for joining me right here at the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.